0: Support for Dipping Milk and Cookies comes from Axelstrat LLC, but we'll get into that a little bit later. In the meantime, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to another awesome episode of <laughs> Dipping Milk and Cookies, the podcast for two best buds try to figure out this thing we call life using friends, guests, and microphones. Guys, I am Garrett, your cookie commander, Smith. With me, as always... Michael, the
1: master milker, Segovia. You, Dan. Right. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Feeling, yeah. feeling all right, yeah. yeah. What How do you always? think? Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> interesting it's being change, in here huh? now yeah definitely most definitely
0: yeah yeah this is uh obviously the new studio here at kenever Productions, production studio dm dmc uh we're really stoked to be here can't wait to to really show you guys what we have in store which is coming next week y'all next week all right so make sure you tune in for that uh but yeah your week how's your week been
1: uh the week's been all right um jenny had to really Crazy hectic week at work, yeah. uh, this, this school stuff with the kids, and then me working. Uh, my weeks are usually pretty much the same. uh I kind of ate like crap a little bit this week, but mm-hmm. not like like I wasn't eating out like McDonald's or anything like that. Yeah. It's yeah. just you know I ate some pizza this week when normally I haven't been eating any pizza, but mm-hmm. I still only had three pieces instead impressive. of impressive a whole day in pizza. That's impressive yeah i really wanted pizza <laughs> <laughs> i mean who doesn't love pizza man and then jenny wanted lasagna so i had picked some up for her to make yesterday and then i knew there was gonna still be some when i got home mm-hmm. so i ate some lasagna because i haven't had lasagna in i don't even know how long many moons many moons uh yeah you know what now thinking about it, that's probably why my stomach is upset too because i put some of the ghost pepper hot sauce on dude i had like three or four three pieces but they're <laughs> small pieces though they're just like yeah
0: little slivers yeah yeah dude i made some i made some ramen uh i don't know like three four days ago and uh my buddy mitch from friends dinner uh he makes his own salsas and hot sauces that are really at fuego they're really 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 hot and i for whatever reason i was just like this is gonna be a good idea and I just took like a spoon, dollop of the salsa and just right into my soup and it was delicious and it had just the right amount of kick and I didn't even notice it. And then I noticed it in the morning and that was rough, 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 rough. It's like lava, it's horrible. But Mitch, keep up the good work. Those salsas, those hot sauces, they are on point my guy. So uh, yeah, my week was about the same, you know, same shit, different toilet. <laughs> Uh work has been surprisingly busy, which is nice. Again, I say it all the time, twelve hour days. They can really drag ass when you're not busy oh yeah. when you're not moving nonstop so that's been a good thing. uh finally got the apartment pretty much unpacked, got a few boxes left to go. That's starting to come together uh, still <laughs> still really weird walking out onto national like that. Uh, I should probably. You bleep that. Bleep make sure you bleep that out. You don't need to know what street I'm on. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, just walking out on my street, and <laughs> just, it doesn't matter what time of the day, there's always a character out there. Someone, at least one. And it's like, oh, get, get, <laughs> get in a car, get in a car, get in a car, get in a car. But, uh, you know, I'm sure they're all nice people, I hope. But uh, I keep hitting my mic. Uh, but yeah, cats are still being dickheads you know but i digress i digress it's been a it's been an interesting week to say the least there's been some personal stuff that uh, just added to the list of 2020 unfortunately but again i did i digress (laughs) uh but yeah man going into uh season two like guys i cannot stress enough how awesome it's gonna be like we have a really cool episode uh plan for next week um and additions to the actual to the actual set in studio it's gonna be it's gonna be something else and i really can't wait because again i've said it before we've been sitting on this stuff for months for months uh and now it's finally time for us to uh release it to the world <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you like that come wherever i want to cry <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so funny oh uh, man uh, the boys, I, I don't know if. Uh, spoiler alert! It's uh, just like one, one scene. <laughs> yeah, right, that
1: movie's right. so funny.
0: There's <laughs> one scene though at the very end of the boys where. Uh, have you ever watched the boys? No. Oh, Everybody keeps man. talking to me about it though. Bro, you need to watch that show. It's really, really good. But there's one superhero on there called Homelander, who's just a dick. He's a he's like Superman. He's the strongest superhero on the planet. So he's got this crazy like superiority complex. And at the very end of season two, like, he kind of gets shut down by, like, everybody. So it's just him just, like, f- he's just floating in the sky above the city. Just, like, it's like I can do whatever I want. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I'm sorry. We're getting sidetracked. But that's funny. Go watch The Boys. It's on, uh, what is it? Amazon. It's a really good show. It is a really good show. Um, But, yeah, with uh, in keeping with the Halloween spooktober kind of thing, uh, we figured we would do an episode on something that everybody... I think you're sliding this forward a little bit. Uh, 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 there we go. <laughs> uh, something that everybody seems to have uh, a disgusting uh, interest in. Uh, serial killers, man. Who uh, who doesn't have time to listen to a good serial killer story? Uh, me, personally, I I'm intrigued by serial killers because I feel like it gives me some sort of an edge in the event pr- highly unlikely but in the event that i run into somebody who may or may not have some people chained up in their fucking in their flipping basement like i you know they're just that certain dead look in their eye or something they say you know you start swearing whoa, buddy the language clean it up like that 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 guy is probably a killer just saying just saying uh but a serial killer is typically a person who murders three or more people, usually in service of uh, abnormal psychological gratification, with the murders taking place over more than a month and including a significant period of time between them. So again, you know, serial killers—you have to you have to do a series of killings to to get that moniker. Uh, you just there's so many. We're gonna go over a couple of like. A couple of ones that Mike picked out, which ironically enough, I was just talking about, so like I have a bunch of information on them. Um, but it just it, it really makes you wonder like the whole uh, nature versus nature versus nurture, kind of like ideology, like were these guys born bad or did they were they made bad? and wh- when you know when everything drops from the veil drops and they get caught and you know all the facts are on the table it's just like it's really hard to discern between the two in my opinion in my opinion because some guys like yeah clearly they just want to see the world burn but then other guys just didn't get hugged enough you know and they're just into weird shit
1: yeah that is that is really crazy like when you uh, w- we'll go over some of these guys but some right. of the stuff that they were into that they would do like you, you have to go to a dark place to do a lot of these things. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I mean, in your in your mind. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, it's. That's exactly it's what I'm saying. I like think that's what is interesting to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Is
1: I've dealt with a lot of stuff, and I've had certain feelings about things, but I've never like I've never like tortured an animal or like thought like, okay, yeah, this is exactly how I'm going to take care of this person or whatever, you know? So. For these people to to reach that point, it's like, what happened to you? Mm-hmm.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And like, that's the thing too is, like everybody, everybody has those thoughts, you know.
1: Oh sure, but the I mean, one like guy
0: that cuts you off in traffic is just like, I swear, if I didn't care about this car, I'd drive this thing right down your throat. Oh, but yeah. like, you know, you're not gonna do it. You're not gonna do it. But, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, it's it's that's what I think it makes serial killers so um, so intriguing because like you just you always have to ask like why like why would you do that how what and then and even th- when they tell
1: you why or what you're just kind of like huh can I believe that though right because like, yeah I'm, what you've done it makes it hard to believe like if that's the actual truth yeah yeah you'd be told the absolute one hundred percent pure truth and you're still like
0: majority of serial killers are master manipulators so like yeah obviously after you know they get caught you gotta take everything they say with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. because yeah they're probably blowing smoke up your ass just to just to keep talking just so people listen to them because that's one thing that that's like a very uh prevalent like um attribute of serial killers is they love to talk they love people looking at them hearing their stories especially after they get caught because uh, I mean, this is a very common tactic that they use as well, just to keep themselves from getting executed. You know, they'll be on death row and say, "Well, I may or may not have information on another three killings." <laughs> Your move. And then sometimes it works. Sometimes, you know, usually in Texas, they're like, nah, brother, I
1: don't give a care, I don't care, dude. Nah, just, nah let's man. Call.
0: Yeah, we're cooking you today, buddy." <laughs> uh which you know good cuz like honestly man there's no rehabilitation there really isn't for like let me let me rephrase counselor for like a a one time offense i mean if you take somebody's life in any kind of cognitive uh predetermined way no you you sat you voided your life out by taking theirs it, but if it's an accidental death like you get in a car crash and you accidentally kill somebody in the crash granted that does happen and that is horrible sometimes those people you might want to give them the, you know the benefit of the doubt but the dudes that <laughs> like some of the guys that we're going to get into like those guys no no immediately as you're caught and there's definitive proof yeah dude you're done you're done we're going to take you out back and we're we're going to plug you and we're <laughs> going to throw you in the body pit man that's just how it's going to roll dude and the fact that people like defense attorneys that's those slimy bastards I mean, obviously, they're just trying to get paid, but which yeah. I can respect. But at the same time, it's just like, dude, perfect example. O.J. Simpson, like, come. I mean, granted, that was a completely different, like, glove didn't fit, man. That <laughs> he must have quit. <laughs> uh, that the, the the atmosphere in in California in Los Angeles obviously was way different back then. So like, it was Lots easy to see. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to see how. Uh, how that case got turned into like a racial case instead of a, a murder trial. But like, that's the thing though, like if you got the money and the attorney power, like you could get off of murder, which is bananas. That is wild. I like, oh my God, oh my God. It's craziness, it's craziness. Uh, but yeah, like I said, we're gonna go through a couple, uh, a couple killers here. We wanted to, we, we did, we got one of notoriety, the other guys are kind of obscure serial killers, because you, you know, I asked Mike to throw together a list of, of guys that he wanted to talk about, and like I was totally expecting the, the cookie cutters, the Dahmer, Gacy, Gein, uh, 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 was it Bundy? Um, there's, there's obviously a bunch of these serial killers that are just super mainstream. I wanted some that were really obscure, and this kid hit it out of the park with two of them, for sure. Uh, but yeah, Jack the Ripper obviously is one of the most notable serial killers uh, in history. In history, uh, Jack the Ripper was uh, unidentified. Was un- He was an unidentified <laughs> killer, active in uh, the largely impoverished areas in and around the Whitechapel district of London in 1888. Whitechapel, awesome metal band by the way wonder where they got that name from. Uh, In both the criminal case files and contemporary journalistic accounts, the killer was called the Whitechapel Burner and Leather Apron. I didn't know that. Mm -mm. Not Leather Apron, that's weird. Jack the Ripper typically involved uh, uh, female prostitutes who lived and worked in the slums of the east end of London whose throats throats were cut prior to abdominal uh, mutilations. Now, obviously, guys, if you're not familiar with Jack the Ripper, get out of the rock. Get out from underneath that rock. Uh, he's he's obviously one of the most notable serial killers, like I said, uh, you know, to date, just because a the prolific ways that he would kill, like, just he would make it a point to like just rip everything on the inside and pull it to the outside, which at the time was like, blah, blah, yeah. people were they'd see that and immediately just be completely dumbfounded. Like as to how it happened and if it was somebody why who would do something like this, so uh, so yeah if you don't know who Jack the Ripper is come on get your get your life, um, but yeah he was obviously very very well known for just completely destroying his victims and the other big fact uh, you know about Jack the Ripper is he was never identified he was that's uh, God, that's what's crazy my yeah yeah that he never got caught never got caught there was a lot of people there were uh there were suspects but there was never enough evidence to uh to substantiate a, a charge which <laughs> again that, that is wild um let's see here so yeah the canonical f- uh five ripper victims for jack the ripper were marianne nichols annie chapman elizabeth stride katherine eddowes and mary jane kelly uh, again all of these all of these ladies of the night unfortunate victims of uh of of the ripper it was uh, like it was believed that the ripper was some sort of like surgeon just because of like the the precision of his 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 work uh does that make me crazy that i just called that work no i think that's probably what they would describe it as they would moving on uh it's uh, it's said that he's he had surgical background uh training just because again his 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 cuts and everything were just so precise he knew exactly what he was going for he knew exactly what to what to cut out and where to cut and oh god i just i remember i I always think back of like dissecting stuff Mm -hmm. you know back in school in elementary school middle school and it's just like what was uh we dissected like a frog uh which that alone is just like you got, <laughs> you got like a bunch of 10 11 year old kids just like okay here's your exacto knife and we're gonna need you to cut this little guy open and it's just like okay yeah. which like honestly it's really cool because you're 10 years old just <laughs> 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 but but at the same time like that's terrifying and i'm pretty sure they don't do that in school anymore i don't think so yeah i would imagine not probably for no it's probably a bad thing should probably bring that back Everybody's getting too soft nowadays. Gotta be able to take an X-Acto knife to a little dead frog. Um, Let's see here, let me go down. Um, You can see how greatly prepared. Suspects, that's what I wanted, okay. So the uh, the concentration of killings around weekends and public holidays and within a short distance of each other has indicated to many that the Ripper was in regular employment and lived locally. Others have thought that the killer was an educated, upper-class man, possibly a doctor or, or an aristocrat, probably likes his steaks, uh, what is that, mean, Uh who ventured into Whitechapel from a more well-to-do area. I believe that. I believe that more than anything, just because, again, the guy, he was cunning. He was bold as shit. Like, one of these victims, like, he killed, like, as the cop was walking up, essentially, and he just was able to sneak out of there. And I don't know. I don't know. This dude was like a ghost, like straight-up Houdini. Maybe it was Houdini. Yeah,
1: th- see, like, there's, there's conspiracies with this.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, such theories draw on cultural perceptions such as fear of the medical profession, mistrust of modern science, or the exploitation of the poor by the rich. Suspects pr- uh, proposed years after the murders include virtually anyone remotely connected to the case by contemporary documents, <laughs> uh, as well as many fi- uh, famous names who were never considered in the police investigation, including a member of the British royal family, an artist, and a physician. Uh, everyone alive at the time is now long dead, and modern authors are free to accuse anyone without any need for any supporting uh, historical evidence.
1: <laughs> so you just a good, blame a good, whoever yeah, you, right, you want. A, you're the ripper! <laughs>
0: Uh, But, yeah, Jack the Ripper, again, just, uh, jeez, he was. What if Jack the Ripper was a female? Ooh, I like it. I like it. Not likely. Sorry, ladies. But I like it. I like it. From Hell. That's right. The From Hell Letter. That's a great movie, too, with uh, Johnny Depp Depp and uh, Heather Graham. Uh, What's the dude? The dude from Lord of the Rings. Which one? I think he's the guy that actually is the Ripper uh the dude whatever it's all right moving on moving on i can close those guys out uh yeah this guy dude oh man okay so everybody brace yourselves because this guy was beyond beyond sadistic and sick (laughs) this guy named albert fish okay his full name is hamilton howard albert fish He was born May 19th, 1870, and was snuffed out January 16th, 1936. Thank God, because this guy was a savage. He was so... We'll get into it. Okay. Uh, So, Albert Fish was an American serial killer, child rapist, and cannibal. Again, brace yourselves, all right? He was also known as the Gray Man, the Werewolf of Wisteria, the Brooklyn Vampire, the Moon Maniac, and most notably, the Boogeyman. Okay. (laughs) And for real, this guy was a real-life boogeyman. Like, no joke. Uh, Fish once boasted that he had children in every state. Yuck. And at one time, stated his number of victims was about 100. However, it is not known whether he was referring to rapes or cannibalization, nor is it known if the statement was truthful. I'm inclined to believe that it was. Like, maybe not murders, but, like, the rapes.
1: Everything that dude combined. was a
0: prolific serial rapist, for sure. Uh, Fish was a suspect in at least five murders during his lifetime. (laughs) He confessed to three murders that police were able to trace to a known homicide, and he confessed to stabbing at least two other people. Fish was apprehended on December 13, 1934, and put on trial for the kidnapping and murder of Grace Budd. He was convicted and executed by electric chair on uh, January 16, 1936, at the age of 65. His his crimes were dramatized in the 2000 film The Gray Man, starring Patrick Bashao as Fish. Uh, this guy, okay, <laughs> I, I listened to another podcast called Time Suck with Dan Cummins. Shout out to those guys. Make sure we put them in the product, you know, <laughs> episode description. Uh, he did an episode on Albert Fish, and he does a super funny take because, uh, like, the, the excuses, again, as a serial killer, you're a master manipulator for the most part. He would tell a story to, to like, gather his victims. He would tell a story that he was from Hollywood, right, that he had get you know get you parts in movies and all take it to hollywood showbiz just how they do it in hollywood that's, that's what dude always says showbiz uh but that's how he would always bait his his victims in and as soon as he had them it was just tie him up and just you'd lay waste to him he'd lay waste to him but the the craziest the craziest shit is this dude there's that picture there it is right there all of those are pins you see that mhm Oh, gross. Sorry. Uh, I was telling to Mike, I was saying to Mike before, Albert Fish, he was a super sadomasochist. So like he literally got off on pain and like inflicting pain on other people. So like he would literally take sewing needles and he would jam them up his taint. You know, that landing strip between your balls and your butt. Uh, he would jam sewing needles up there just, just for funsies, you know, just because it felt good. It's, it's, it's gross, too, because when this guy, when they killed him, they did the autopsy and everything, they found pins in his body that were so old that they literally started to corrode. Like, oh, what? Again, the one question, what? Why? Why are you doing this? That, it makes no sense, and that's why I feel like everybody's always just like, dude, tell me more, tell me more. Because hopefully I can understand why this guy's doing it. Spoiler alert, you're not going to figure it out you're not gonna figure it out. It, nobody will figure it out unless you were that guy. And again, when they start talking, they start confessing, you know, like you said, you can't really believe him, you can't trust them. Um, but yeah, this guy, he, would, uh, he was known for, for eating feces and drinking piss, I uh, called it peanut butter, cider. I <laughs> think I can see <laughs> our producer right now is rubbing his head very forcibly Wondering why we're talking about this right now? It's Halloween. Halloween. Woo! Uh, let's see here. Let's get to something good. Here we go. Uh, by 1890, Fish arrived in New York City, and he had said at that point he became a prostitute and began raping young boys. In 1898, his mother arranged a marriage for him with Anna Marie Hoffman, who was just who was nine years his junior. They had six children. Which another another facet that's so crazy about serial killers is that these crazy crazy bastards can have families and portray it like they're totally normal dads like the other guy that we're gonna go into chikatilo evidently was a fantastic grandfather but that dude raped and killed a lot of people like what the hell it just uh, oh it doesn't make sense they had six children albert anna gertrude eugene john and henry fish Throughout 1898, Fish worked as a house painter. He said he continued molesting children, mostly boys younger than age six. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, he later recounted an incident in which a male lover took, uh, took him to a waxworks museum where Fish was fascinated by a bisection of a penis. Uh, after that, he became uh, obsessed with sexual mut- uh, mutilation. In 1903, he was arrested for grand larceny, convicted, and incarcerated in Sing Sing. Around 1910, While he was working in Wilmington, Delaware, Fish met a 19-year-old man named Thomas Keaton. Yeah, this is where it gets weird. He took, I mean, it's all weird, but this is where it starts. He took Keaton to where he was staying, and the two began a uh, sadomasochistic, I said it before and I can't say it now, relationship. Uh, It is unclear whether or not Fish forced Keaton to do these things, but in his confession, he implies that the man was intellectually disabled. After ten days, Fish took Keaton to an old farmhouse where he began to torture him. The torture took place over two weeks. Fish eventually tied Keaton up and cut off half his penis. I shall never forget his scream or the look he gave me, Fish later recalled. That's how they do it in Hollywood. Oh, God. That would suck uh he originally he originally uh, intended to kill keaton cut up his body and take it home but he feared the hot weather uh, would draw attention to him instead fish poured peroxide over the wound wrapped it in a vaseline covered handkerchief uh <laughs> left a ten dollar bill kissed keaton goodbye and left <laughs> took first train i could wait took first train i could get back home never heard f- what become of him or tried to find out fish said okay i learned how to speak right there okay uh, in January 1917, uh, Fish's wife left him for uh, John Struby, uh, Straby, a handyman who boarded with the uh, Fish family. Fish then had to raise his children as a single parent, which got weird as shit because like he after a while, like dude, once you're so deep into that sort of stuff, like you, you don't give a shit about who sees it and like what, what they think about it, especially like your family. So, like, it got to a point where, like, his one of his eldest kids, like, walked in on him, and he was, like, naked, and he was, like, just, like, whipping himself. It was just weird. Just weird shit. Uh, la, 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 After his arrest, Fish told the newspaper that when his wife left him, she took nearly every possession the family owned. He began to have uh, auditory hallucinations. He once wrapped himself in a carpet saying that he was following the instructions of John the Apostle. So, obviously, this guy was starting to fall off the rocker. Um yeah, it was about this time that Fish began to indulge in self-harm. He would embed needles into his groin and abdomen. After his arrest, X-ray, x-rays revealed that Fish had at least 29 needles. 29 needles lodged in his pelvic region. That's ridiculous. Dude, huh? that is so wild. Tw- 29. Let's, let's just land on the, f- uh, the fact of how, ma- how many that is. Like, literally. 29 is a lot of anything. Let alone needles in your in your taint. Jesus Murphy. <sighs> he also hit himself repeatedly with a nail-studded paddle, and inserted wool doused uh, and inserted wool doused with lighter fluid into his anus and set it alight. That I didn't know. That's really hardcore. While Fish was never thought to have physically attacked or abused his children, he did encourage them and their friends to paddle his buttocks. His buttocks. Uh, With the same nail-studded paddle he used to abuse himself, he soon developed a growing obsession with cannibalism. Often preparing himself a dinner consisting solely of raw meat, and sometimes serving it to his children. Ha 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 ha! God, damn it, man! Oh man!
1: Yeah, I guess you, like you said, you reach a certain point, and it's just kind of
0: like you're just—that's your life. Yeah, that's the point of no return. At that point, you're—you're yeah. This is you're in that room now, (laughs) dude. Oh oh yeah 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 Uh, i tell you what before we before we go any further let's uh let's pause for a sec take a quick break and visit with our sponsor axelstrat is a company built on core values of integrity sustainability and innovation and is passionate about finding solutions for business growth by working together they will find activities that add value to your business while creating a framework that is flexible yet structurally sound and allows your business to grow profitably Alex Weber, founder of Axelstrat, is bringing a new, fresh, organic approach to doing business in today's ever-changing landscape. Equipped with a bachelor's of Business Administration, accounting from the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Associates in Music Production and Recording Technology from Madison Media Institute, and coupled with real-world experience as a financial controller, Alex is a leader in business administration using analytical and creative approaches to developing sustainable business growth strategies. Now, right now, Right now, our listeners are gonna receive 15% off any service for up to the first $300. Yes, you heard that right. 15% off any service for up to the first $300. Let me explain here, folks. Anyone who has looked into any kind of photography, videography, graphic design, branding, social media management knows that it can be a little pricey. Okay, so why pass up on a fantastically ridiculous deal? Uh, again 15% off to the first $300 when you use the code DMC okay very very important guys make sure he knows that we're the ones that sent you to him otherwise you will not be able to get this deal to reach the great staff at Axelstrat please call 818 818- Five eight five eight seven four two, or send an email to a team at axialstrat com. Again, that is a t e a m at axialstrat com. The number again eight one eight five eight five eight seven four two. Prepare yourself to be stratified. All right, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were we were just talking about um, Albert Fish, who. That guy was beyond sadistic, but I do believe this next fellow is way worser, for sure. Uh, the next guy we're going to talk about, his name is Andre Chikatilo. He was known as the Rustov Ripper, the Red Ripper, uh, a lot in part due to the fact that his kills really represented, well not represented, but they, they were very reminiscent of Jack the Ripper. So... Uh Andre Romanov Rom- Roman you know what that sounds Uh Romanovich? Romanovich, there you go. Andre Romanovich Chikatilo uh, was a serial killer in Soviet Russia, nicknamed the Butcher of Rostov, the Red Ripper and the, rest of the Rostov Ripper, who sexually assaulted, murdered and mutilated at least 52 women and children between 1978 and 1990 in the Russian uh SFSR, the Ukrainian SSR and the uh, Uzbek SSR Chikatilo confessed 56 murders and was tried for 53 of these killings in April 1992 he was convicted and sentenced to death for 52 of these murders in October 1992 although the Supreme Court of Russia ruled in 1993 that insufficient evidence existed to prove Chikatilo's guilt in 9 of these n- uh, 9 of these murders uh, Chikatilo was subsequently executed in February 1944 and f- good for I sure. I mean
1: even still there's <laughs> 9 of them
0: I know, right? <laughs> like, like, dude, just
1: still. There's 43 there's other ones than you know, so it doesn't <laughs> really make a difference how many. Right, right. Not enough evidence for these other nine right. here, but so we
0: probably shouldn't cool. We should probably shouldn't should kill him. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Yes, yes, absolutely.
1: I just, you know what? It's weird to me, obviously, but the, a lot of these guys have fact, uh, factuations with kids.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That uh, see that. The only way I could become a serial killer is if somebody hurt my kids, you
0: know. Yeah, no, I mean, but that's that's not even, that's that's more of a, a parental protection right. kind of thing. That's that's right. not necessarily psychopathy, you know what I'm I saying? I just don't
1: understand, like, kids are annoying, man.
0: <laughs> but they're your kids, you know, and those all those kids are, are annoying. Well, yeah, no, all kids are shitheads, really, to be honest. Beca- it's because they just got their brains; they're just they're figuring it out, you know. You just got to hope that the parents around them you know are doing the right thing not breeding more little serial killers i I'm not I'm talking <laughs> <about this> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Oh man so uh so yeah Andre Chikatilo growing up he he had a really really tough childhood like his parents were really hard on him um he was a chronic bed wetter, which, ironically enough, that that comes up again. It's very, very pre- prevalent with uh, with serial killers. There's always like red flags uh, with children that end up becoming serial killers. Like you said, do you torture, or harm animals? Uh, do you wet the bed? Uh, do you have uh, some sort of like hardcore connection with like one of your parents? Normally, your mom. Uh, that sort of sh- that sort of stuff is very, very it's they're the variables to to making a serial killer essentially because out of all the serial killers that i've done research into that i've heard about a lot of them had one of those three things going for them if not all three so i know uh, the why i shouldn't say i know but i feel like the
1: the mother issues is like the biggest factor yeah like uh like bates bates motel that show Mm -hmm. like norman bates and his mom like i never really got into it but when jenny would watch it i'd you know here and there i'd catch like scenes of it Mm -hmm. and it just seemed like he was like obsessed with his mom yeah in a way and i Mm -hmm. was just
0: like yeah dude there's a serial killer uh named ed kemper who now if you guys really want to hear some really jacked up shit go look into ed kemper uh if you've watched the show mindhunter on netflix Uh he's uh he's one of the featured serial killers he's essentially the killer that gave the first like real psychological profile to a serial killer to the FBI, to the Behavioral Sciences Unit, uh, which that's what that show is all about. It's a really great show. Go watch it. But uh, but yeah, Ed Kemper had such an, such a hatred for his mom, and like a, a, a hatred for women that like. Eventually, after he had started killing and everything, he had he got caught. He got caught because he turned himself in. He killed his grandparents when he was like 16, just domed his grandma two shots back of the head just because he wanted to see how it felt. And then when his grandpa came home, he killed him the same way, just because he didn't want his grandpa to see his, gr- his wife murdered by his grandson. So I'm just gonna kill him. So he just kills him. And then he, like, after a couple of days, he feels horrible, which is weird. And then he turns himself in. But since he was under 18, it was a juvenile case. So he was locked up for like seven and a half years. But this dude, Ed Kemper, he had a genius level IQ, above genius. Like he was super, super duper smart. So, like, he just manipulated the, the people at this, at this uh, juvenile facility into letting him go. <laughs> and then he was just, f- he was fine for, you know, a couple years. And then the, the old, the old zapples, that's what he called them, the zapples. the zapples made me go crazy. Just, just get my zapples all wired up, fired up. Uh, so then, yeah, he, after a few years, starts killing again. And then eventually he ends up killing his mom. <sighs> all right, buckle up for this one. He kills his mom. His thing was cutting heads off. He would cut heads off and then he would have sex with the heads after the fact. But not in the conventional way that you would think through the mouth. No, no, no. He'd cut the head off and then going through your windpipe. It was wow. really crazy. So that, so that he, I can't believe I'm saying this, he'd do it that way so that he could see their eyes. <laughs> it's now the fifth time I've seen Alex <laughs> go like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah um uh, it, it all right it, it'll buff out it's fine um but yeah he did that to his mom he did that to his mom so ed kemper and he was a monster of a man 6 8 like 280 pounds just like a towering man like it that dude looking at ed kemper ed kemper um but yeah no. back to chica Chiquiti- <laughs> yeah right no <laughs> uh, that's a hard pass i'm, I'm good <laughs> uh chica though uh, andre Chicatilo. I i just i can't i can't help it think of time suck whenever I hear this guy's name because Dan Cummins does this perfect impersonation, Russian impersonation where like he just trolls him the whole time but uh but no anyways this kid he had a, this guy had a really hard childhood growing up uh was severely abused by his dad his mom didn't help whatsoever uh, if anything made it worse you know psychologically so you're dealing with both sides of the spectrum physical abuse um, a mental abuse uh, he, he never fit in at school, was always kind of seen as an outcast just cause like he would wear his piss soaked, you know, underwear to school and shit. And, you know, he would get made fun of for that. So like he had a real rough go of it. Now, this is where like, I think this guy was made into a serial killer. Whereas Albert Fish, he was born crazy. Like he was just, he, there was no chance for that guy. I feel like this guy had somewhat of a chance if his parents weren't as horrible as they were. But I mean, keep in mind too, the guy was born in what 1936, so like in Russia. In Russia, so you're thinking it's like pre-post war, World War II. Like, there's a lot of a lot of crazy stuff happening over in uh, over in Europe and in in Russia. So uh, I can only imagine some of the some of the shit that that guy had seen. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, after you know, after going through this crazy childhood, growing up. You know, he's obviously attracted to uh, to the fair sex. He's attracted to women, tries dating, has zero social skills whatsoever. But, like, give him credit because he at least tried. But I can't believe I just gave credit to a serial killer. I did it again. Screw this guy. He, he sucks. It's something that you're and, into, uh, though. Like, this stuff yeah, dude, fascinates I love, I you. Lo- so I love it. I love it. And that's one thing, too, It's just, like, why people are so intrigued by – killing you know, people killing other people, like it's so tragic and it's so horrible and can be so disgusting but it's just like, Oh give me more, give me more, more more Like I I don't know. Um but yeah, uh he tried dating a few times, realized that he was severely impotent, like just didn't matter what was happening, just Dick would knock it hard at all. And it really messed with him. It really messed with him, which I could I could totally understand that. I, yeah. I mean that's not, I don't I don't gotta deal with that shit but uh, but I could understand how you might get a little kerfuffled, you know, you'll be a, a little upset, and then uh, eventually one of the girls that he was trying to date in the moment, <laughs> he calls it, <laughs> Cummins calls it a shamecock. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Alex. Um, but yeah, he, he tries to uh, tries to be intimate with this chick and it just doesn't happen, and this chick just lays. Into him, just like you are pathetic. You're a loser. You're fucking, you lame dick, and all this. It just goes in on him, and then eventually he's like, "I'm gonna kill you." Yep, pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Uh, tied her up, and like, uh, he didn't really. He knew that he was attracted to like causing pain because like when he was a kid, he tried. He like, he didn't really try to rape uh, another girl, but like he was really young. I think he was like 10, 11, 11 or twelve. He was, like, wrestling with a girl. Wrestling. (laughs) just wrestling. Um, He was wrestling with a girl, and he got on top of her to a point where, like, he had her pinned down, and to the point where she was like, I don't like this, get off me, and he just kept pinning her down. And then the more she fought, the more he was realizing that he was being, like, aroused, and then eventually, like, figured it out, and, like, it just kind of stayed in bed at that moment, at that time but he realized at a very young age that he was really into causing people discomfort. <laughs> so it just manifested and, and it just grew and grew and grew and grew and then eventually on that date it, it all hit it all hit a it all hit a head and he went he went a little crazy and uh and yeah that's when uh, the killing spree started cuz he killed from like uh 19 I think it's in here somewhere again uh 1978 so yeah, it was it was literally from like nineteen seventy something to nineteen ninety or not when did he get killed? Yeah, ninety two. So yeah. He he was killing for more than twenty five years. Twenty five plus years of being out there just taking people out, man. Again, women and kids, like, ugh, ugh. But I mean I don't we, we don't really need to get into too many of this, the gruesome details, but like I said before, he was uh <laughs> Alex is shaking his head now. Um he was very reminiscent, his his killings were very reminiscent of Jack the Ripper. After he would violate these people, he would just just tear into him. Just tear into him. Uh, and both of these guys, I forgot to mention, both of these guys were known for uh, cannibalism. So like Chikatilo not so much, but Albert Fish for sure. Like the last, the last victim of his little girl, so horrible. Yeah, he, yeah, he ate her, like everything, and it's really, really disturbing. Really disturbing. <laughs> God, Alex, I love this. I got, we got to do more episodes like this. Make Alex uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but yeah, Andre Chikatilo, man, it, it was so crazy when he was in court. When he was on trial, they had him in like a like a cage in the courtroom, like Hannibal Lecter. At one point, like he stood up and looked to the the court members, dropped his pants, and just started f- flopping his dong around, just like, "Do you see? Do you see what I'm dealing with? Like, <laughs> like this is this is what this is what I've got." And it was just like, dude, this guy is batshit insane. Like he in the middle of a courtroom thought it was a good idea to just. Do you see what I'm saying? At yeah, that what point, would you though, do?
1: With, with that, at that point, though,
0: like doesn't matter no yeah you're gonna die anyways and that's what happened he got that's and that's what's so gangster about russian like russian law russian justice man they don't they don't lollygag you don't sit on death row like literally you're guilty come with us and they just took him back into another cell put one right behind his head like yeah exactly basically one right behind the ear man firing squad yeah yeah that's but that's literally how it should be done man None of this, oh, I want to keep talking. I got more information so I can stay alive for another three weeks and get another last dinner because that steak was good. Nope. No, no, no. That just no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What do you got? You want to add anything?
1: I think that for a lot of these people that are dealing with whatever kind of demons they are dealing with, even, mm. like, people that we know right now that uh, could be dealing with something, like, do not chop up people.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there's anything you can take away from this episode of uh, Dipping Milk and Cookies, guys, don't chop anybody up. Don't, don't try to rape anybody. You know, it's, it's bad. It's really, really bad. It's against a lot of really, really good laws. Uh, so definitely avoid that at all costs. If you need help, try to find somebody to talk to, man, because murder and rape and sadism is not the answer. I will tell you that much right now nothing will come nothing good will come from that that's for sure (laughs) you
1: might get a little bit of self-gratification but after a while like
0: yeah yeah
1: it's just changes who you are i mean can't really say like oh well they're different to begin with because you know we don't know if they're born that way or if they just kind of get created in the moment from everything happening like yeah i i guess that's (sighs) I don't know, man. Like it's just really, it blows my mind. Like looking at this guy in the cover of the book. Like, yeah, he's smoking a cigarette. He's all shackled up. You know, he's got blood on his shirt. But he look like looking at him. If he was cleaned up, it's good book. If he was cleaned up, looking at him, I you and all right. If you just saw like the top part, and he was all clean, he looks like he works like. A business, car dealership, or yeah, something. I was just about know? to
0: say an auto mechanic or something.
1: Something you know where, it, but it's like you see them and it's just like, yeah, man, it can be anybody. It can be somebody that hangs out. I did. At I, I remember hearing. Bars.
0: I remember reading it. Ooh, excuse me. I remember reading a statistic somewhere that in your lifetime you will have encountered at least one to three serial killers, like just in everyday life. Come across you know at Starbucks, at the at the gym, at anywhere. How crazy at, you know, is that? That's dude. But, that, you know, that's the thing. Like, how can you really prove that point? But at the same time, I believe that shit, man. I believe it. With I believe
1: the, it. The way society <gasps> handles uh, mental instability amongst people, like, yeah, they just kind of cast them out. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that need help that can't get help because they can't get insurance yep. and all this other crap. Yep. And, yep. you know, people not getting the help that they need is, is really it's horrible because they – they could just, you know, you could, like you said, at Starbucks or something. So we go get coffee next weekend, and you just happen to have a bad day, and you're rude to somebody that's there, and I would say, "All right, bro, I'll see you later, or whatever." And then I don't hear from you again because that guy like tailed you yeah, home or whatever, me home, yeah. just straight up killed you, mm-hmm, like you.
0: Mm-hmm. And that happens, dude. Oh yeah, that's what's so creepy. That's what's so scary, dude, is that that happens like on a regular basis. People just disappear. Yeah, just disappear, daily. no trace, no trace, and that—that's why I like reading books on serial killers and psychopaths. I, I like to think it gives me a little bit of a head up, a heads up, you know. Yeah, when up.
1: you say it like that, now it's kind of like, you, it, I, I guess it makes you feel like you know, there's like a comfort level that you have an a understanding of kind of what you can already be looking for. Yeah, on a day to day basis, that's, that's where like me, yeah. I go out and it's just. Not paying attention to stuff here. You know, I'm thinking about Fantasy anything. Football. <laughs> <laughs> Got money on the line, yeah, I was buddy. Say, how you doing this season? I'm um, six and zero in one league, five and one in another league, and then two and three in Jeff's league. But that's only like for twenty bucks, so that's whatever. All right, all right, all right. But yeah, I'm number one.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the 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 whole uh, the mental health issue is the fact that this country really does nothing. Does nothing uh, for you know for individuals that do suffer from that sort of stuff. It sucks and it it keeps everybody else unsafe because again, all it is, is just one bad day. I mean, literally for somebody who is sane, who has their shit together, just one bad day away from making a, a terrible decision. What's
1: that movie with Michael Douglas where he just like
0: snaps? Oh my God! Yeah, it was just uh I can't think. When of what I was talking uh, when I was talking to. Uh, uh, Andrea about um, about Chica the other day, she she said the same thing. It's like walking. Oh man, I bet you it's still like Michael Douglas top. Yeah, G- yeah, I gotta figure. I'm sorry, stand by guys, I gotta figure this out real quick because I just yeah so was talking about it the m- other day.
1: It's a movie that came out what n- early '90s, '92
0: something like that. Yeah, uh, back, 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 Michael back, back. Douglas back, has back, a portfolio, that's for sure. Back, back, yeah uh nope not the 70s where is it where is it where is it where is it i'll know the post there it is falling down falling down it's called falling down yeah 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 yeah. ordinary man frustrated with the various flaws he sees in society begins to psychotically and violently lash out against them yeah that's a good movie i haven't i haven't watched that one in a long while that's a and then there's
1: other people that you could say like dexter that think yep they do it yeah that's for nice. a certain way i mean it's not being like a vigilante but in a way that's how you c- like you can look at it that way mm-hmm. or yeah that wouldn't be like an anti-hero right no yeah for sure so yeah we, we included him in the anti-hero episode oh yeah that's right. so, yeah. yeah uh mm-hmm. so look there's people that think that that's like when they do it it's justified now mind you i have seen some stuff lately flying around the internet about uh somebody who was going around that Neighborhood where known pedophiles lived and was just killing them with a hammer, taking them out. And, uh, like this guy's being glorified by like a lot of people. Um, his family made like shirts and stuff. And I forgot what so they call him, something Avenger because like he's cleaning up the trash. Yeah, that's <laughs> what th- he's that was something he would like say to the people. Like, I he must not have killed everybody because there's. I got to find this out because I'll sh- have to show it to you. Mm-hmm. But he would like go to these guys and say something along the lines of I'm here to avenge, you know, so-and-so or whatever.
0: And my name is Inigo Montoya. And he would just <laughs>
1: go ham on these people and just like kill them. I mean, there's a lot of people that think that pedophiles should just be like instantly killed. And then yeah. there's people that are trying to say now that like pedophilia is a fetish. And a lot of these guys fall into those categories. Oh, yeah.
0: A good, a good majority of it, yeah, for sure.
1: That's probably why they're trying to say that it is like that now, so that way it's – society is so weak. It's just trying to make everybody happy and say, like, certain things are okay when – They're not. This is what you get when you start letting things be okay. Yeah, yeah. When you don't do things that need to be done for yeah. other people, man. You don't like,
0: take your talking to, you know. Every once in a while you got to sit down get that yelling you know but guess what you're not gonna get killed at the end of it (laughs) like jesus christ uh but yeah that's one thing that you're bringing up dexter thinking of like killers that we've seen in pop culture over the years uh you know being drawn or being inspired by these actual killers like uh obviously uh what's his name leatherface Leatherface, mm. loosely uh, loosely fitted around Ed Gein from Plainfield Wisconsin represent Wisco. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't mess with us baby <laughs> yeah lamp, what state make has a lamp out of ya.
1: What state has the most serial killers come from it ooh
0: that's a good question that is a very good question I would imagine um, I would imagine California just because of the size just yeah, yeah. the shy the, the, the sheer size. I would imagine California, probably probably Illinois. I know some of the bigger, bigger killers came out of Illinois, like H.H. Holmes, that dude that had that, like, he literally built a mansion in Chicago specifically for the purpose of killing people <laughs> and getting rid of their bodies. Like, that dude killed over, over 100 people for sure because he, he hit, dude, that guy was so ahead of his time. And keep in mind, this is back in, like, 18... 1850, something like that. It's older. It's over a hundred years ago. And this dude literally would—he would hire different contractors every month so that he could change the blueprint every month so that nobody knew how the building actually worked. He would—they—he built like doors that would just go into brick walls. There'd be secret passages. You know, it was—it was a total like Scooby-Doo the, house, like dude. the house in Thirteen Ghosts. Pretty much, pretty much,
1: (sighs) pretty much. I love
0: that movie. That's one of my favorite scary movies. It's so goddamn cheesy, but I love it. Yeah, it's not even, like, scary, it's just... Oh, it can be creepy. For Uh, people who don't like it. What's it, Matthew Lillard is in it? Yep, Uh, Tony Tony Shalhoub. Shannon Elizabeth. uh, (laughs) Her fine ass. Uh, Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. But, yeah, this dude literally, they he, they called it the murder mansion after after the fact. But uh, but he, he had set it up right next to where the Chicago World Fair was. So, like, he had advertised it as, like, a and b for people traveling. So, like, people would show up, like, oh, yeah, you got a room for rent? And he's just like, <laughs> do I? Yeah, and then he would take him to a room, shut the door, lock the door, and then pump in, like, gas that would knock him out. And then he would do his thing but like that dude was just i feel like he was a he was a he was a crook but he was also obviously a murderer but like what he would do is he would knock him out he'd take him down into the dungeon into the dungeon he would strip their body of their their entire like everything so they just had the bones left and then he would sell the skeletons to schools for like science classes and shit (laughs) dude that's like this dude was always looking on how to make money like always always trying to get money. That's <laughs> so it's jacked up. People would pay him to stay at his B&B where he would then kill them and then harvest their bones to make more money. Like, bro, that's crazy, bro. dude. That <laughs> but like that's the thing. That he didn't he didn't like at least I don't think he he did any kind of like sodomy or, you know, like anything like that where he just <laughs> saw
1: that there was a market for schools needing skeletons. Exactly. So he to yeah, right. I mean, yeah, he he's an innovator. Car-
0: yeah, innovator. Yeah, he cornered
1: okay. the market. Maybe that guy's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's pretty horrible. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty horrible.
0: Pretty horrible. But, uh, but yeah, man. Um, so, like, Leatherface with Ed Gein. Um, uh, what's? Uh, Scream. Scream. The Ghostface from Scream was loosely based off of the Gainesville Ripper in Florida. Hmm. Um, who else who else who else I'm trying to think I got nothing I, those are the only ones I can think of but it's, 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 it is it's a thing though for sure that serial killers do inspire art which is really weird but keep it coming because I love scary shit I love scary movies I love all those old school slasher flicks they're, they're my jam and that's I, I, literally the entire month of October that's all I do is just watch scary stuff although I did watch Toy Story 4 the other day and cried a little bit at the end you ever seen that? Yeah, I it's have. It's <laughs> the big hug at the end. Oh, God. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's serial killers in a nutshell, y'all. That's uh, that's all I got. How about you, buddy? Yeah. D- else you want to add? I don't have anything else to add
1: on that. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we could go on and just keep yeah I, I, yeah
0: really in all actuality i could go i could go on but i know alex is very uncomfortable right now uh so we'll we'll wrap it up at that uh guys you can find us on facebook.com slash dipping and cookies uh at, Insta- er, at Dipping at and cookies on instagram at the cookie commander at the master milker at axel strat uh make sure you guys are like sharing rating reviewing subscribing for real guys, when you watch these videos, it's a, it's a really big deal. The button is literally, boop, it's right down there. The little thumbs up, make sure you hit that. Also subscribe, that's down that way. Make sure you guys are hitting those buttons because it really helps us gather attention from the YouTube algorithm, which helps us uh, get more eyeballs. So uh, uh, do us a solid, help us, help me help you. Or yes. you help me help, you get it. Just yeah. hit the button, please. Um, Uh, What else, what else, what else? Any comments, content, concerns, rude remarks, anything you want, you can send that to DippingMilkAndCookies at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. Uh, Wherever you hear your podcast, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you're rating, and reviewing. It's very, very important, guys. Hmm. Next week, next week, season two drop. I hope you bitches are ready, man. I hope you're ready. Yeah, I've been ready. Like you said, we've been holding on to this stuff for months. Born ready yeah dude yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a really cool episode it'll be a longer episode for it's sure it's gonna be interesting
1: to see how it just the transition like if people have been watching and then seeing because like when you listen to us you don't know that we're in a different place unless we tell you but then when you see us going different places mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then now being here like if this is where it's gonna be for season two and then everything else like gets all set up with it it's gonna look like uh not so half-assed i guess mm-hmm not mm-hmm. saying like your work is half ass ass but just we haven't had a solid place to set up and make it as like our our studio mm-hmm. feel, you know yeah yeah so that would be nice i yeah.
0: think That's i'm yeah I'm, I'm super excited i'm super excited it's gonna be a really fun episode uh so yeah make sure you guys uh tune in. and i will say our our youtube views are going up for sure for sure which is nice which is cool So, yeah, until next week, everybody be safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, please, wear your masks, please. Everybody be good, everybody be good, stay safe. I love you, buddy. All right, guys. Bye.